Time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. He's also going to be very busy today. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. So are you a speed reader? Are you going to get through all 1,800 pages of this report today? <laughs> You're going to have to be, eh? 1,800 pages. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's going to be a challenge. I think, I think we'll probably be some things in the report that we won't realize full implications of. Uh, for some time to come, but I do expect that you're going to get... Public inquiries are really good at telling you how to fix things. And going forward, I think we'll get strong recommendations on how to do that. So I think that part of the inquiry report will be very satisfying. Uh, People looking for naming names and blaming individuals and all of that stuff... uh, well, the New Democrats said beforehand uh, those people uh, probably will be disappointed. Uh, public inquiries are very limited, Simi, in their ability uh, to single out criminal wrongdoing. They can't. And even if they want to criticize somebody, they have to give the person they're criticizing a chance to respond ahead of time. So. I think people can be prepared to be disappointed on that front. Well, that's true, because, I mean, for 10 years, I think people have wanted more explanations from some of the people who will be named in here. And I know Sam Cooper mentioned a few, like uh, former government minister Rich Coleman, and they haven't said anything for 10 years. Why would they start now? Well, and uh, I'm not sure how much the the commission can do on that. The commission, if the commission found actual evidence of criminal wrongdoing, and they had much better access than anybody else has had to all the evidence here. So if they found criminal wrongdoing by officials or politicians, they can pass that on to the RCMP for investigation. So we may be told today that they did find something and they did pass it on, and that would be major news. Uh, But I think, as I said, I think Looking forward, remedies for the future, that part of the work by the commission will be useful, and I think we'll get some good stuff. One of the other questions I have, Simi, is around the federal government. So money laundering and international cash transactions, and and Sam laid this out quite well in his interview with you, is a federal and a provincial responsibility. And Mm -hmm. we know in this country where there's joint jurisdiction, there's a lot of joint passing the buck as well. So a provincial public inquiry like this one does not have free reign to investigate the federal government. Provinces can't investigate Ottawa with a free hand because Ottawa is the, the, the greater power. So they're dependent on cooperation. And Austin Cullen, in his interim report, which came out right at the end of 2020, said he wasn't getting the level of cooperation that he needed from federal agencies. I'm not surprised by that, in spite of the fact that the federal politicians promised to cooperate. Uh, We'll see today whether his public complaint about that, and David Eby, I think, came on your show and said he was disappointed in that news. Uh, We'll see if... Ottawa came around and provided him with what he needed. I hope they did. This problem needs to be fixed, and it can't be fixed without Ottawa's cooperation. I think the frustrating thing for all of us, and you know, in in the general public here, is that we had these outrageous stories, which were yes. corroborated during the commission, right? Of this, the outrageousness that was going on right there in plain sight. And we're still being told that, oh, it's so hard to do something about this. Well, you know, Peter German, who uh, had a very independent hand himself investigating this, and he's an expert on money laundering, in one of his reports, he said, look, um, if money laundering were easy to catch, we'd catch it. 
it can take a team of forensic accountants months, if not years, to trace the money in one transaction. I mean, it's coming from another country where we don't have a free hand investigating. The dollars don't come with little tags on them saying this dollar comes from there and goes to here. So money laundering is is tough. And it's also been pointed out quite well, and Sam's done a great job on this. Uh, Canada's laws are weak on this. We do not have uh, what the Americans have, which is anti-racketeering legislation, which is what they use to crack down on drug crime. And they've had trouble making some of those charges stick. But we're way behind on this. So you want a better criminal code on this? Again, it's over to Ottawa. You want FinTrack, the national money tracing regulator, to do a tougher job and be better staffed? Back to Ottawa. You want more RCMP officers on the money laundering detail? Well, the province is going to have to negotiate that with Ottawa as well. So, as I say, I mean, obviously today, Simi, the the focus is on provincial. It's a provincial inquiry. But I think that going forward, uh, we're going to have to see just how serious Ottawa is about working with the B.C. government to stop this. Right, because didn't the NDP, didn't they have an action plan that got put on hold? Yeah, so that's really interesting, too. This is something that came out of Collins' independent preliminary report. So he put out a preliminary report right at the end of 2020. One of the things he disclosed in that was that the NDP government had a $20 million action plan to deal with money laundering. And they put it on hold pending the outcome of the public inquiry. Now, public inquiry wasn't supposed to take this long, pandemic and all that. But... So I, I assume when David Eby comes out today, he will say that that plan is being implemented. It may be that Cullen says you should go ahead with it. They held off, according to the commission, the government held off because it wanted to see, among other things, what the commission recommended. Again, that's prudent and cautious, but it also tells us, look, if you, if you go back to David Eby in the days when he didn't want to order a public inquiry, he said that public inquiries take a long time. And he wanted to get going on cracking down on Monday laundering more quickly. So, you know, you couldn't do both together. And I guess one of the things we may see today is uh, how long was the holdup and what's sitting there waiting to be done. Right. And so we know that they've had this, the government has had this report for what, a week? The government, uh, I think they got it on Friday. They got it last week. And look, public inquiries turned their reports back to the government that commissioned them. Uh, the entire report is being released today, but there's a little glitch overnight. The commission, because the commissioner is committed to fairness and independence and openness and transparency, the commission lawyer recommended to the government that the report be shared on an embargoed basis with the opposition as well. And I gather the Liberals said no way. Uh, Sorry, the New Democrats said no way. So the Liberals uh, will get the report when it's released publicly today. But yes, when David Eby uh, comes out and talks about his response and cherry picks the findings he likes today, he's had a number of days to prepare for that. It's his inquiry, and I think politically he'll try to make the most of it. I guess what's also interesting here, too, is there'll be a lot of questions for Kevin Falcon, the the you know BC Liberal 
leader who would have been around in the Campbell era when a lot of this was starting. Yeah, well, as I look at the terms of reference, Falcon left the cabinet in 2012. And as you noted this morning, this money laundering storyline really heated up after that. Uh, Christy Clark was called because it was during her watch. Mike DeYoung was called because it was during his watch. And Rich Coleman was called during his watch. Um, I don't think they, I don't recall that they even called Falcon. So I guess he can wash his hands of it to that extent. Coleman, of course, gone from government, didn't run last time. Uh, DeYoung seems to have half-checked out. And, of course, Christy Clark is... uh, He's gone. She's gone back into the news media, I gather. <laughs> so, you know, that's another problem with public inquiries, right? Uh, you know, by the time you actually get around to criticizing somebody over it, they've retired or they've moved on or they're not there as a as as good a political target. But yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think the liberals themselves have a lot to answer for in general terms about how they let this problem fester and grow whether or not any individual liberals or any individual public servants uh, get the naming of the names today that remains to be seen we will see all right vaughn busy day for you thank you Bye-bye, Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun talking about the release this morning of the about 1,800-page report into money laundering uh, done by the Cullen Commission. It will be released. Of course, we will have all those details for you, and there's going to be a lot of details in there.